We're back, episode four of Making Games is Fun. This one's with Andrew Smith of Spilt Milk Studios. He lives over in West London, quite near to me. Uh, it makes a nice change, actually. Everyone kind of tends to be based over in East London or a really long way away. So uh, I just made the short journey over to his home, where he works from home. They have now released their third game, Tango Fiesta, which was the first one they've done on the early access model. Um, so we talked quite a lot about early access and how it's changed. It's more of a, a game-centric episode this time round. Um, and there's some interesting stuff about his family as well because um, they're kind of they're quite progressive and supportive as parents to the whole video games thing. Um, so there's a bit of chat about that. And also a bit of writing about that when if you go to the article, which you can find at garethdutton.com forward slash M-G-I-F. Those are the initials to the savvy of you out there. You already noticed that of Making Games is Fun. So that's garethdutton.com forward slash M-G-I-F. As always, have a little look at the Patreon if you would and consider putting some money forward for that. Um... I'll always make them, I always say this, but I'll always make them no matter what. But that will just help me get them out a bit more quickly. Um, at the moment, it's been, I think it's been two months since the last one. So, it, you know, it is just a case of the time being filled up with other paid-for projects, unfortunately. I'd much rather be doing this basically all the time. But that's okay, as long as you enjoy them and tell someone about them, that's that's all I can ask. And thank you for your interest and thanks for downloading this. Uh, right, so there's not much more to say apart from here it comes, the fourth episode of Making Games is Fun. We we did Flock at Proper Games, right, for Capcom. And one site, I think it was AV Club, reviewed it higher than Street Fighter 4. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> like, on one hand, no! Like, don't be silly. Um, but on the other hand, who the hell am I to tell someone, let alone how to enjoy my game? Because that's a whole other thing. But how much? Um, I managed to get a penis-shaped circuit into the game, and like it was like it was honest to god part of the progression. It's like great. This is cool. Hello and welcome to another episode of Making Games is Fun. I'm sat here today with Andrew from Spilt Milk Studios. Hello. Hello. How are you doing? You good? I'm very well, thank you. Thank you for letting me into your sort of combination of workspace and living space. Um, it's quite all right. It's know. tidy. It, very well, tidy. Thank you. My, my girlfriend will be very pleased you've noticed. Um, <laughs> you're not taking credit for any of that. No, no, I'm not. Um, I'm mainly in the kitchen. Doing the, the, the cooking and the washing up and stuff. You've got your jobs. Yeah, exactly. Got your jobs. You do. Yeah. That's good. And that's an important, important <laughs> role. Well, the kitchen. Yeah, yeah. The kitchen's also delightful. Few, few. <laughs> not a, not a crumb <laughs> on the floor. Um, and at the time of recording, uh, we're approaching the release of the full. Are we going to say finished now? Yeah, I, get, I guess. Tango Fiesta. Is Tango that, Fiesta. Does it feel weird to call it finished? <laughs> yeah, it does. I mean. Like it's been out for yeah over, like over a year or something, and you know that's early access's fault really. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, and then yeah, like it's version one, I suppose, yeah. and it will be like everything in it will be as finished as we want it to be. We've been quite lucky with that, but yeah, I mean, who, who knows? We might. I hope we get to carry on with it. Yeah, it would be nice. What's um, the um with early access? Mm. What are the kind of pressures with it? Was that kind of... When you decided to go early access, was that a very conscious decision or...? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. we we wanted to do early access um, to learn, basically. Okay. So, um, at the time, so this was... <laughs> it was a good year and a bit ago. Um, I think it was like 
it was still seen as a way for almost any game to get out and get some really useful feedback, generate some kind of community around it, mm. some buzz, and then you know basically make a better game as a result. Yeah, that was the plan. Yeah, um, and for various reasons, it didn't quite work out exactly how we expected. So you know that's fine, and we've learned from it, and that was the whole point. Ultimately. Yeah, so, yeah. What have been you know the pressures of that early access then in terms of say um, the balance between building that sort of community of fans and people are interested keeping them interested but also not sort of going and when the finished version's going to have yeah. 400 characters with their own unique <laughs> you know yeah. like well I guess like we were expecting a lot of people with a lot of demands you know like yeah. we want to see this in the game and actually what happened is people just kind of played it and had fun with it and complained about what was broken rather than what wasn't in it that yeah. makes sense and yeah. so normally at this stage like few weeks out from from like it being wrapped up we'd be inundated with bugs and we're not because we've actually been able to work through a lot of them as and when they arrived yes which is nice yeah but from like a more creative point of view i think and and my my role as sort of designer and also like the pr and marketing and community manager guy is even with a relatively small amount of people to deal with it's been like so much of my time and, and energy sort of focused on that yeah where you know, it's certainly affected the amount of sort of effort and time I've been able to put into to the other aspects. Yeah. Um, and it's just, it's funny, you never really think that... I mean, I, 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 I think that compared to most devs that I follow on Twitter, at least judging by their sort of um, occasional outbursts, I have a much thicker skin um, than, right. than your average dev. So for me, a lot of it was very easy. To, yeah. Like the, the inflammatory you know, Steam reviews and angry people on the forums, I would just engage with them. Yeah. You ignore the anger, you know, and then and you just engage with their point and almost like every single time we've we've had someone their second response is 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 much more reasoned and mm. and you kind of get to the actual issue and then they turn around and end up really appreciating you for having treated them like a person. Yeah. Um you know, they they turn around and become kind of a fan when mm. initially you thought maybe they would just be the opposite. Yeah, yeah. Uh, an anti-fan, a dark fan. A dark fan. Um, <laughs> and um, yeah, it's, it's been it's been interesting. Like, I think the rest of the team having me is almost like a buffer because I basically said, just don't, don't respond. Let me get in first, whatever it is, because I know the worst that can happen. You know, I don't, I trust them, but... You know, like you just take steps, mm. um, and uh, yeah, it was nice. Like it, between us on the on the team, I mean, we 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 had a few where people were just like bloody hell, you know, I can't believe someone would say something like so mean, you know, or, or like why are they so stupid? And you just think, well, you gotta, they're not really that stupid, and yeah. they're not actually thinking that they're being mean, yeah, you know, um, and. And for every one of those, we had, you know, 10, 20 people who were, like, positive about it or whatever, mm. so, so that's good. I suppose it's more, it's arguably more useful to get the angry people in, if you if you can take the right things out of it. Yeah. And I guess it's a bit like, with you saying, like, when you engage with them, the next second response is quite, usually just, they turn around and they're... Yeah positively friendly I guess or, yeah. or, or at least civil <laughs> yeah yeah at very least civil yeah absolutely even the ones who end up just yeah. being like no you're rubbish like, at least they're yeah. nicer about it yeah <laughs> I'm sorry but you're rubbish but, <laughs> yeah, but it's but um, I suppose it's just it's putting it putting yourself in their shoes for a minute isn't it and thinking like well that you can imagine yourself playing a game and something pisses you off about it even a game you really like yeah. And if you're just on your own in a room, you will sit there and go, this is fucking stupid. Why is yeah. it? Oh, shit. Who has, who's done that? Who's designed like that? It's bollocks. You know, and you can get like, and then after about an hour, you go, oh, you know, I suppose it's not that bad. It's oh, just the initial yeah. explosion of. Exactly. I, I do it all the time. And I guess a lot of people just vent on the forums or whatever, because it's also easy. And that's, yeah. that's fine. That's to be encouraged. It's a good thing. You know, at least they care. Um, so you're not, you're not into taking it personally and and and, i've done that yeah i've I've done that you know like back in the day up in dundee um i was quite lucky i I worked at several big companies 
and then a sm- much much smaller one, uh, proper games, and um, okay. like that was a really s- close knit team of people, yeah. and like quite a lot of like strong personalities and stuff. So I got a real mix of stuff, and like my responsibilities were as a designer, but also like I ended up pitching um, like Flock to Capcom, which we signed, and yeah. um, things like that. It was like oh my god, I was like I was only I didn't have any shipped games under my belt by that point because I worked at a company that went under and then one that I just didn't like working at yeah um, and so I've always I've always I, I guess I had that hard exposure back then I've gone through like the roller coaster of, of whatnot and you know I've, I've had the I've been in basically in tears in a meeting because like I can see the the project like suffering from my decisions right like, that's just such a hard thing to take especially when you like the people you're yeah basically your decision makes someone else's life harder to the point where they're getting shit from their girlfriend because they're having to stay late because you didn't document something. And yes. it's like, that's horrendous. Yeah. And so I've done that. I've gone through all that. You've um, sort of weathered that. And yeah. Yeah. And, 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 and yeah, now it's just like, look, someone, if someone's angry enough about one little thing in your game to come and post about it, it means that they probably quite like the other bit. They're yeah. not going to be angry because it's objectively a bad thing. They're going to be angry because it's spoiling something, and it can only be spoiled if it's good mm, or yeah. potentially good. So yeah. it's like it's always an opportunity. Like, yeah. I, I genuinely can't think of any that have turned around and gone like, "Thanks for responding, but it's still rubbish." Yeah, you know they've always gone, "Oh, bro, I'll check it out next. Like when you've patched it, I'll keep an eye on it. Whatever." Huh. Yeah, and that's that's really cool. Um, yeah, it's like yeah. the language of the internet, isn't it? You could yeah. Have. <laughs> and it's still, it's still, what was it, tenor or something? It still costs money to opt into this thing, and so, yes. like any, Tango's probably quite lucky because it's, it's obvious what it is. It's a shooter. It's eighties. It's silly. Yeah. If you don't like those things, you're not going to like it. But you're never going to mm. be tricked into buying it if you don't like those. Yeah, things. yeah. So yeah, that's you know, that's nice. That, <laughs> Cuts <laughs> out a lot of the people who perhaps would be a bit more like. Yeah, this isn't what I expected. <laughs> like, really? Because the screenshots of the video <laughs> and uh, the the store description are all pretty clear. You know, it's not some. Uh, yeah, it's not not trying to trick anyone. Yeah, that's yeah, that's a good point, and that maybe is why you've had more success than maybe other people have had on early access because it's more transparent. Because yes. as you say, you can't really misconstrue what. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> what yeah, the content I mean, is. So we've yeah we've had that success in like the the people that have played it have mm. have enjoyed it and we've had that like rapport and we've I feel like we've done a good job with the community and everything but actually one of the key things we learned is we wouldn't we probably wouldn't do it again with a game like this right. so and I mean it's obvious saying it now a year later but at the time it wasn't that unless and it's a bit glib but unless your game is about surviving or crafting. <laughs> you're probably limiting the success you can have in, in early access. Or the other caveat is coming with a big big audience and doing everything yeah. crazy and right, which Nuclear Throne did. Yeah. Um, you know, there's always there's always an outlier. Yeah. Um uh but um but yeah, like I think that part of the problem with the game from an early access point of view and making money in early access was that it was obvious what it was. Mm. It's obvious what it's gonna be. Yeah. Um because we're so um, committed to like tributing the 80s and 80s action movies, it's not even that much of a mystery of the kind of content that we're going to be adding. Mm. So whereas something that's a bit more um, wacky like Nuclear Throne, you know, a bit, well, it's just an original thing. You know, you just don't know what the next enemy is going to be or the next world. We were like, we're the opposite. We're like, we're, we're going to do like a homage to Robocop. So everyone's like, cool, I know what that is. I don't need to get involved in early access. You know, I'll just get it when it's done. Um, so it's been an odd one. Like that's been the sort of the, the balance of that. I see, yeah, yeah, on the other side of it. Yeah, people thinking, well, when it's ready. Yeah, it's I'll like, why would I want a broken get. version of something that yeah. I can kind of picture, I know I'm going to like it. Yeah. You know, we take it to shows a lot and everyone seems to really enjoy it. Or well, the people that pick up the pad anyway. And that's, again, it's that whole, yeah. I can see that. I know what that is and I know I'm going to enjoy it. Yeah, and that's hopefully a strength. <laughs> yeah, I'm just thinking about making a survive craft the game. Now. Yeah, exactly. I swear, <laughs> I got, like it's it's crazy. But you know, I think a lot of people there's a bit of a backlash maybe amongst like I don't know the the intelligentsia or something of of games. And you know, there's oh everyone's making crafting games and survival games. And you know what? They're, it's because they're interesting. Yeah, like they're genuinely an interesting yeah. thing. I'd love to make one as a designer. Like. Yeah, it'd be very 
it would scratch a designing itch, but like, you know, and it's nice that that would maybe mesh with some sort of like, not guaranteed, but like a, a, an idea that it would, it's a receptive market for that. Right yes. Now. Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, that's what I'm wrestling with is because, you know, Tango's wrapping up. It's like, what are we going to do next? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> um, one of a million things, you know. Yeah, that's it. Um, but yeah. Do you think with um, with early access as well, do you think that's kind of still going strong? Or do you think, as you say, like attitudes have changed and people are more, uh, less um, likely to part with their money? For... I, I don't know. I think it's solidified. Like, I think there yeah. are a whole bunch of people who will never go near it and they still won't. But and then there was a whole bunch of people who were just like, yeah, this is cool. We get to like check out these games and like they're all early and interesting. Yeah. But then, I think that group is probably the one that's shrinking a little bit, and the other one's growing. I think um, there were probably some fence sitters, but like you don't hear. It's hard to hear about early access being a great thing. You know, the the, the interesting news stories are when obviously when things go horribly wrong and then that puts people off yeah. and then if it's a success story it doesn't necessarily convince people that early access is a good idea it just means it's an okay one like yeah it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't encourage people to get involved in it it's not mm. it's not it, early access is very rarely a success story because of the things that make early access different to other methods of distribution if that yes makes sense. yeah um you know it's usually oh it sold loads or the game is good and it's like well it's still good when it's done mm. so I'm just going to wait you know I've yeah. got games to play yeah. you know, I've got a backlog it's fine um, yeah. whereas yeah like if it's if it's gone wrong it's because it's early access yeah. and like a, a promise has not been delivered or, or a team's just imploded or you know whatever and, yeah. um, but you yeah. guys seem to have weathered that yeah. fairly well yeah. so maybe it was the right time just about we yeah. did launch the day that Valve sent an email around to the games industry at general saying you should probably be careful of early access <laughs> like the games on there aren't finished just you know if you're if you're at all worried hold your cash hold your cash <laughs> and you're just awesome. like brilliant by the way guys yeah. Tango Fiesta early access <laughs> jeez yeah, yeah that was that was interesting time <clears throat> so you said you've sort of come from a, a, a variety of studios mm. What was your what was your journey? Well, how far back do you want to go? Um, <laughs> professionally speaking, uh, out of uni into a job. So I went to Abate Dundee. I okay. uh, did the computer arts course there. Um, this is way back when there were only like three, um, even vaguely similar courses in the entire of the UK. Mm. I'm pretty sure there weren't any in, more in Europe at large. Um, yeah. There was Bright, not Brighton, Bournemouth which was like animation and maths. And I was like, I don't do maths. So that's not happening. Teesside, which was computer arts, basically. And then Abate. And Abate seemed to be the one with industry contacts. So okay. I went there. And it was the second year they were running the course. <clears throat> right. So it was still quite early. Um, a lot of people gone out of that into like visual effects and audio as well. We did like quite, a, it was quite a broad uh, course, which was great for me. I always wanted to be a designer. So yeah. a little bit of everything. Um, yeah. And yeah, so from that I went and got a job as a junior level designer at Visual Science. Who okay. yeah did some like EA stuff. They did some Harry Potter stuff, but the game that I was working on uh, never came out, which was a racing game, uh, which is a shame. Um, I managed to get a penis shaped circuit into the game, <laughs> and like it was like it was honest to god part of the progression. It's like great, this is cool, um, but. Uh, that was a result of a my childish sense of humour, yeah. and uh, and b like they had these cities or chunks of cities around the world that they built, not necessarily like metropolis street racer level of authenticity, but we basically had to find tracks amongst the the street layouts, and it was just getting to the point where we were like, I, uh, anything will work, you know, we need more tracks, so a penis, um, and yeah, it's kind of a shame that that didn't get released because it, it passed all the. All the yeah. sort of stringent quality controls. Um, yeah, you... it was going to be a hot import nights licensed, um, like game that, to compete with um, Need for Speed. And right. Stuff. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, it was quite really fun, but just never, never got there. And then uh, another game got cancelled, and then that was that was the end of that company. Basically, I think it was um, they were working at the very end on on a pitch or something for Carmageddon reboot. Back oh. in the day. But this was like two thousand and four. Right. So because they. 
some that's happened since, hasn't it? Yes, yeah, they they've properly done it. It was always going to happen yeah. at some point. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We just can't can't get out of the past. No, nope, um, can't do it. <laughs> and um, yeah, that was junior level designer all the all the way up to level designer, and then. Um, and then I moved, when that went under, a lot of us went to Real Time Worlds, who was working on, uh, they just shipped Crackdown, or were just about to. Okay. And, uh, oh, what was it, APB was the other big one. Mm. So the big, you know, GTA mm. Online, essentially. Yeah. Um, and I worked as a, uh, just level designer slash designer on the social spaces there uh, for about four months. Right. And I just, ah, I just didn't like the corporate culture. Hmm. proper cog in a machine stuff which is fine for a whole bunch of people yeah um, yeah, yeah i totally understand but this the the straw that broke the camel's back was when i got um an, an email from the producer who sat maybe twice as far as you are from me now an email asking us to stop laughing because it was disturbing people like, oh right okay i'm, I'm out i'm out yeah <laughs> i'll no. try my best not to like show any signs of enjoying my job uh uh, I, I imagine we were being a little perhaps raucous and, and stuff but he was just it was yeah. like you could have come and said or just like coughed meaningfully yeah. there are a million ways for for an Englishman yeah. to like be, <laughs> be passive aggressive about this kind of stuff without an email I was like oh my god I need to get out um, yeah that's that's horrendous yeah it was horrendous that's, um, that's distilled corporate culture that yeah, isn't it that's yeah. awful yeah, yeah. No, like in and of itself it's just a thing but yeah I was like Mm, indicative it, it, it glued together a lot of other <laughs> things that were like do you know what I'm not going to I'm not going to enjoy this and um, around about that time uh, so a lot of the guys and gals that split from Visual Science mm-hmm. started up their own companies so uh, Proper Games was one of them and I got a design position there yeah so Proper Games I was designer I was like employee number 7 or 8 I think right so that was like ah this is what I like yeah little team Creative freedom, yeah. meaningful input on a project from like the start, yeah, and uh, yeah. and that's how I've liked to work ever since. But even that ended up being—I think it grew to like 14, 15 people. And at that point, I was like, "There's too many people telling me what to do. I need to start my own company so I don't have to do that anymore." And then here I am, <laughs> which is a terrible reason to start another company. By the way. Being told what to do, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, but I understand that kind of that, that need, yeah, especially. Mm. So your first sort of experience in game dev was having working on a game and just for, just didn't happen, just didn't come out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that was about a year and a bit, I guess, maybe slightly. Of working on it. Yeah. And then yeah. just, did you just learn, is that something they sort of revealed to you overnight or was that mm, like a... There were, there were signs looking back, but like my lead obviously was like, um, something's going on. But um, I hadn't got a clue. I was just like, I'm making games professionally. This is my job now. And, um, you know, that, that was blinkering me somewhat. Um, yeah. But I don't know, like, I, th- I think it was kind of obvious. Yeah. Um, yeah, but they, they sort of basically called everyone into a, yeah. into a room and were like, yeah, by the way, things aren't looking great. And then it was like, oh, things are looking better. And we moved, like, office and stuff. Right. And, like, it was like, oh, cool. And then, and then literally one day... We all turn up to work, and there's a sign on the door. And, really? And and the thing was, every, we, everyone had gone, like everyone knew, I think, but didn't want to admit it to themselves at that point. And um, I was friends with a couple of senior staff, and they were just like in a weird mood. And right. And it became obvious as soon as that happens. Like this explains everything. Yeah. You know. Um, and it was a bit of a shock, but I was still young enough that I was just like, I, I don't know, I'll just get another job, I guess. Yeah, it doesn't have the same kind of impact as if you were sort of... No, I didn't have a mortgage or anything like yeah, that. And responsibilities. Yeah. Um, but it wasn't... It was. I guess it was handled the way it usually is. and It was just a bit brutal. Yeah. Um, there seems to be a lot of that. And yeah. 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 Is. But it must feel like to sort of have that thing you've worked on, even if it's not completely from, completely from your own idea, just thinking, oh, this is my little bit now, and then it yeah. just doesn't... It's like throwing away a year's worth of yeah. drawings or whatever. You yeah, know, exactly. Just, and it's just like, I, I don't know, I learned a lot there, which is great. And yeah. and I'll always have that and it like set me on the, the path, you know. But yeah, there's like, there's always a little bit of emotional attachment to stuff. And it's more that, I don't know that, like the reason I do this is to 
it sounds silly, but it's basically to make people smile, you know? Like, you yeah. want to entertain people through through video games. Yeah. You know? And to think that all of those people's work towards doing that is, like, it's never going to get enjoyed by anyone. No. And I just think, oh, that is cruel, you know? Yeah. Um, it was pretty good as well. Like, you know, I'm not, like, I, I don't particularly enjoy racing games any more or less than anything else, but, um, yeah, yeah, we're, we're proud of it. And yeah. it was just a bit of a shame. And that, that, happens a lot yeah it's kind of a scary amount in fact um mm. but um yeah it, it's it's one of the things like i i didn't realize until we signed tango how much it meant to sign it you know um, mm. how much it meant that someone else with some money was was like believed in it the yeah. same way we did and and that's it's a, it's a peculiar thing i've i've often sort of thought of Making a video game in the same terms as like raising a kid, having never risen, you know, raised a kid, I don't know how accurate it is, but it <laughs> seems to share some elements of, of just like you know, you you are creating this thing and it is every it, everything that is is down to you, yeah, um, and you just get this weird bond with it, like you just shouldn't care, like at least your kid, well, your kid does get graded don't they at school yeah. <laughs> they get like a yeah. score attached <laughs> yeah a score so attached maybe, them, maybe, yeah. maybe, uh, maybe they should do more recommended badges and essential yeah. like Eurogamer rather than scores but um, yeah it's it's you just shouldn't care but you can't help it yeah you know yeah um, of course yeah it's it's something that will never never go away but I've yeah I've lucky I've been lucky enough to work on a few things that were other people's ideas have a meaningful input in them, but ultimately it's someone else's like thing, someone yeah. else's baby, and um, have them received in varying degrees of you know praise and yeah. scathing, scathing opinions. But um, you can kind of step back if you think, well, it's not to do with yeah. me, that bit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> uh, but with Tango, like, it's the closest thing to like my baby that, that yeah. I've done so far. So that's it's going to be an interesting week. After yeah. it's out, I don't know. Probably just spend it a little bit tipsy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the whole thing. Yeah, whole thing. <laughs> like we've all learned it. Lord yeah. knows. But, um, but how are you feeling about it then? About this impending? Uh, oh, I don't know. Birth. <laughs> <laughs> like oh, I don't know. I think I think like I swing like almost, and I'm sure everyone says this, but like I swing almost entirely from like oh, it'll. Like, I want it to do well, and I keep changing what that means to me. Yes. You know? Like, I have this um, objective kind of... I stand back, and I'm like, well... If it makes its money back and sees a profit in, like, six months to a year yeah. by the industry sort of standard, that's good. Yeah. So that's good. Yeah. That'll, that'll be fine. And you'll be... Happy yeah. with that. Yeah, yeah, I'll be happy with that. I should be happy with that. But what if I'm not? Why why am I not happy with that? You know? Like why why do I care about specific reviewers' opinions? I'm not even talking outlets, I'm talking like specific people I want to like it. It's like yeah. what is that all about? Yeah. Like that's just weird. Yeah. Um Yeah. I just it's so strange. But I think a lot of it is because it's like so like, yeah, we we sort of we I say spill like myself and guy Nickel Hunt, we we co created hardlines like years ago and we haven't done anything since then. Mm. And it's like this is this that was like a real like shared project, you know. This one's more like I'm in a lot of roles as mm. as as, you know, sort of producer and designer and scriptwriter and rah 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 rah. Mm. So I've like I feel a lot more responsible for this. Yeah. And and I almost feel like this is Spill Milk's first game. And then that's horrible because that's putting more pressure on it because now it's spilled milk that needs to impress, not just the game. Yeah. It's like, God damn. So one of the ways I'm trying to like mitigate that in my head is by getting significantly far with the next project. Yes. You know, if I'm involved with the next project by the time this is out in a meaningful yeah. way, it doesn't matter anymore. Yeah. Um, it, won't, it, it won't like affect my mood for months, which is a lie. Of course it will. Uh, I like you know I didn't think of that before. That idea. <laughs> so, of, I don't care. I'm on my next thing. Yeah, yeah. doing this. I now. know it wasn't very good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The next one will be better. This is, this is the one. Don't worry about. Ignore that one. This yeah. is a. Yeah. 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 Do you think there's yeah? Do you think there's a truth in that? In that you, because I I think I'm similar in, in that. Yeah. I always want to be making a thing. Yeah. 
and usually I want to have at least a couple of things going at the same time. Yeah. And it's almost like, do you think it's just keeping this noise going in your head <laughs> yeah. so that you don't have to yeah, end up settling on one thing not, too, not fully too hard? And, to yeah. one thing, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's strange. And I think that's tied to um, <laughs> like that fear, that creative fear of letting something go. Yeah. I, I don't have that, I don't think. One of, one of the things I try to do a lot is really step back from my own like emotional yeah responses to things and like at least understand why I'm having it. I'm fine being emotional as long as I understand why I'm doing it. Yeah. If I start freaking out, it's like whoa, hang on, you know what's going on here? Um, I don't like that. But but yeah, so like there's this this well known sort of creative fear of it's not finished, it's never finished. You have mm. to release it, and it's like that's absolutely true. But I've I've done that. I've been through that a lot of times, and yeah, I'm not scared of that. I'm. I am a bit of a perfectionist and I don't want things like I, uh, yeah, I think I have a higher bar than a, a lot of people that I've, I've, you know, who do better work basically. Yeah. <laughs> they do better work than I do. Maybe that's because I'm, I'm too much uh, sort of involved and too close to it. Um, yeah. But you just have to pick what you focus on. You have to pick your fights essentially. Mm. Do one thing at a time, do it well. Um, but, um, yeah, like often the two get mixed up. So I can't wait for Tango to be out because more people will play it. That's the whole point. I want people yeah. to play it. That's why we did early access. But actually that's kind of delayed and spread out that weird like post-launch thing has been a year of it. So we committed to like fortnightly updates. That was really cool. Kept us on, yeah. on, like, on track, but in other ways distracted us. And like it's been... It's really weird thinking if we hadn't done early, early access, the end would have been a much more... Um, solid, tangible thing. As it is, we've we've launched already, yeah, and we've just been wrapping it up in inverted commas for yeah. a year. Yeah. And you're like, well, can't we just wrap another thing up? You know, when when is it actually done? Yeah, and like we know five worlds, three levels, boss for every world, blah 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 blah, the features. But it's been really really hard to like focus in on. Um, this is what we wanted it to be now, mm. and it's ready. We're yeah. in a position where we could do that quite a long time and that's probably a bad thing but um you know the money runs out eventually and you just gotta go to ship but i don't know i've rambled a bit i basically i'm not scared of people playing it i want people to play it and enough people have played it that i'm confident that if you end up buying it you'll probably like it mm. you know yeah like we said it is a simple thing but um yeah it's just it's 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 a confusing time in so many ways and like right now, like literally this morning, I was going through bugs and assigning them to the right person to fix. And at the same time, I'm in the back of my head, I've got this thing of like, we do need to figure out what we're doing next. Like, we mm. can't just like do tango and then, oh, uh, well, you know, because we're actually like a company. Yeah. You know, we have to like do things, we have to get <laughs> money coming in, we have to keep doing things. And yeah, part of me is like, we could probably ship a little, ge- like a very little game before Christmas. And that would be nice because wouldn't that distract from if Tango is terrible? <laughs> um, but part of me is like, well, no, it shouldn't matter whether Tango is received well or not. Like, the, the measure of success for it really is that four people who've never shipped a game shipped a game. Yeah. That is a hard thing to do. Yeah. You know, we've never done this together. Mm-hmm. And we've, well, we have now. <laughs> you know, and, and that's incredible. And that, that, when you talk to people, who aren't emotionally invested in it or even on a monetary level like outside of like the the publisher and all this kind of stuff you talk mm. to other publishers and stuff and they're like this is like you know wow like yeah they don't they don't know the ups and downs and the ins and outs so they they appreciate them as an abstract thing but then they're yes. like but you have got through all of that and that yeah is not common actually mm. you know um so that should be the thing that we hold on to definitely um but yeah, I've got this like I don't know, distant stare in my eyes, and it's just it's just the weirdest thing. And if if I concentrate on what's next, then I'm like, no, you should be finishing thingy. Yeah, yeah. You know, and ah, uh, and then the producer in me is like doing the bug assigning, but the designer's like, yeah, but I could tweak this for a couple of days. And I'll be like, the producer's going, no, because you know what, that won't make a noticeable yeah. amount of difference to how fun the game is. You might be better. That little bit might be better. Yeah. But it doesn't matter because the player's not going to know the difference. Yeah. And it's fun enough. Mm. Like, fun enough is a thing, which is kind of cr- yeah. crazy. Um, yeah. <laughs> I 
like, it's fun enough. That's fine. Leave it. You're like, really? It's, it, there's like a... It's a strange, uh, yeah, concept. To, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's, it's kind of, it's in that box of things that devs don't really talk about in a way because it's so hard to like, kind of like get your head around. But like, I would love to put, and I might if we, if we get a chance, um, to track how many people turn the music off. Oh, okay. Because it's kind of a thing that happens a lot more than we would like to admit. Right. It's like that whole thing of like, what is it like? Thirty percent of people who buy your game will finish it. Yeah, you know, there was a, a couple of years ago. I think there was a stat like off of huh. Steam or something, and it's like, whoa, what? And like publishers have known this for a long time, yeah. and devs have sort of acknowledged it, but not really. Yeah, you know, and it's like, wow, that's weird. Um, mm. And then, yeah, how many people are going to just turn the music off? All that effort you put into the music, yeah, you know, you have to put that against this. What is the value of it to the to the player base, not individual players. And it's not to belittle any aspect or to say that you shouldn't, you know, do your best. Yeah. But there is a point where it's good enough. Yeah. And that applies to everything. Yeah. It's the same reason we just say that bug's never going to get fixed because the code is good enough. Yes, yeah. (laughs) And it's this weird... Yeah. Finding that that balance is is a strange, strange thing. Yeah, a weird sort of letting go process with certain things. Yeah, yeah. I suppose with... um, with achievements and, and trophies and so that sort of thing, you get that yeah. to finish the game trophy, which gives yes. you a stat of what, who's actually, that must be very odd. <laughs> I'm not even sure we've got one. I don't think I want one. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you just it's think, not, should I do that? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's not going to be the longest game, you know, like, yeah. hopefully it's very replayable, but like, uh, yeah, I'm not sure I want to mm. know. It's kind of like, yeah. some things are best left. It's certain things you just yeah. don't want the feedback on yours. It's done. On the next thing I already said. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like just look at the nice reviews, it's fine. Yeah, so this is so you've kind of taken a few roles here, haven't you? Like yeah. that you've just uh plate spinning almost with by keeping all those different heads on and just yeah. swapping them around and like it's so you so I guess you've got you've got quite a long um quite a long history of this with this game dev business now. Mm. Like what kind of in terms of like if your family, what what support do you get from that? Do do they, do they get it? Do they sort of go? He just what does he do? Is, do you, something, is it like <laughs> what level are we talking? Is it something with computers, or do they, they have, like? Um, they're sort of somewhere in the middle. Like they're a hundred percent supportive. I couldn't be luckier. Like they've been yeah. absolutely fantastic. Yeah. Um, you know, like materially as well as emotionally. You know, I was, I was lucky enough that when I quit my job, uh, proper games and started up, they were like come home and like give us an idea but it's okay if you stay a bit longer and like there's mm. room and yeah. internet and stuff you know and they, <laughs> they put up with me for about two years and, and that was incredible I couldn't mm. have done it without them um, but yeah they, they're just I won't forget the um, the time my mum sort of she, I, I forget what she'd seen she'd seen one of my previous games being played in front of her right by a friend of the family's like I don't know six year old kid or something Right. And like his face yeah. was something she had not like seen seen play be people actually playing the things that I make, right? Yeah. And so as soon as he was like smiling and enjoying and the way he was engaged and the level to which he was engaged with the game. Yeah. Um I think she she basically turned around and goes, like, I get it now. Like I get yes. I I've understood sort of what you do abstractly, but I get why you do it now. Yeah. And that was like a big thing, yeah. I think. And um huh. And since then, she's taken. Well, they both have, to be honest, a bit more of an interest in like the culture of it. And um, oh, you know, cool. I'm, I'm gonna. I'm, there's a couple of books that have come out recently. I think um, Richard Stanton's Brief History of Video Games. Yeah. Right? Um, and then Simon Parkin's uh, Death by Video Game or something. <laughs> yes, that's terrible. It's, it's on my wish list. list honest. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna buy them. Send them to my parents. I want them back. I want to read, <laughs> but I think those two might be an interesting kind of pair. Like yeah. one is his, just like the industry and where it's at and what games are, and then the yeah. other one is like here is a life, like video games as a lens on, on, on someone's life. Yeah, or the other way around maybe. But yeah, like, and I think she'll get a lot out of those, and, and that's cool. Too. And, and yeah, they 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 know enough to like correct other people's parents when they're like, so is he a programmer? And he's like, no, no. Yeah, um, but there was a time when I basically had to say. You know what a director does in movies? 
that's kind of what I do and it's like the most hideous shorthand because it, it, it sort of isn't <laughs> it sort of isn't but, um, yeah, yeah yeah just to get them like grounded yeah that's quite cool actually yeah I like that and it's cool that you can send like do you think they're definitely going to read them oh yeah yeah <laughs> mum mum absolutely will yeah um, dad maybe depends what mum thinks yeah I think yeah uh, to see how she yeah. takes it yeah, yeah. but um, no it's interesting because it's especially with writers like those two they can they've got you know the proper proper writers and like, <laughs> you know they got they got the ability to communicate that yeah. to 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 a wider audience so yeah. that that fits yeah yeah I'll be interested to see what they they make of them um, but I mean she she's you know, m- mum's more more just tech savvy I think than dad does like right you know doesn't admit to really liking movies he loves them really but he just doesn't <laughs> think he does like really? he'll watch a movie he's he he enjoys them well that's to say do place. you ever what do you do in your spare time? He'd never think to say how he, he really his movies. It's really funny. Um, whereas Mum's been a bit more like embracing of tech and and, and yeah. emails and Facebook and all this kind of stuff. So she's like, she'll she follows me on Twitter. She's like, she's figured out that on the Twitter website you can just see what individual people are saying. Okay. So she keeps up with what I'm saying. Yeah. You know, and occasionally I'll get a call. And say, oh, you're right. I saw blah or oh, that's interesting. Oh, that's exciting. Yeah. Um, and I I think I shared, I think I shared. Um, Keith Stewart's thing about games and hobbies on Eurogamer. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, and Mum, of her own volition, put that on her Facebook, and then I sent a little screen grab of that to Keith, saying, "Doesn't matter what the idiots are saying in the comments, my mum likes." It. It's like, <laughs> so she's like properly engaging with it, which is which is cool. Dad's probably just sat there, sort of like grumbling in the back. Going to dot really not happening. Yeah, yeah. Like get off the internet, will you? <laughs> yeah. I'm in the same room, um, but yeah, it's. Uh, yeah, it's good. I'm quite proud of them actually, though. You know, yeah. Um, I, it'll be interesting to get them to play something. That I yeah. Because is that the next step? You think? Kenneth? I think it might be. I'm not sure when I'll be wanting to make a game that specifically is for that audience. Yeah. You know, because like I naturally just make games I want to play, and maybe one yeah. of those one of these days that'll like, you know. Um, a mum game. A mum game, yeah, I, I don't know. I think what seems, I, seems wildly sex. <laughs> it does, doesn't it? It's a mum game. A mum game. Just a parent game, like an old Yeah, parent a parent game, game yeah. Um, but, <laughs> like, I could see them both, like, happily sitting through, like, a playthrough, or, or if I, you know, if someone YouTubes a Let's Play of something, I'll, I'll link them, and I'll probably, you know, have a, have a, like, they'll genuinely be interested to see what it is I've done. You could do that um, to your, uh, your video updates yeah get them get them round when it's released and get them to play it let's play with me mum and dad yeah (laughs) it's not a bad idea yeah Yeah, i like it um and on the on the subject of that you do a lot of um video updates don't Mm. you for the is that something you've done for quite a while is that um i no. well since since spilt milk started i tried to yeah be noisy yeah, basically, and yeah. so I would do diaries and Q and As and things like try and do it like fairly regularly. And anytime I went to an event, try and do something. Yeah. Um, and then I just yeah translated that to with with Tango, just like an actual like focused dev diary rather than like a this is what it's like to be an indie. I has no idea what they're doing. <laughs> you know, watch this and don't do anything I do. Uh, um, yeah, it's been a bit more more concentrated on on Tango's development. Um, and then just recently, it's just I've really. I'm aware that I haven't done one in a while, and that's tied to the fact that we've um, changed our update sort of strategy for this early access version. Because relating to something you mentioned earlier, not sure what we should really like save for the launch. Like, there's like the last world and the story mode. Right, seems like a mean. nice thing to you know launch with as new for the people who have been playing it. But then we've been doing like some stability updates, but that makes a hella boring dev diary mm. so I've just been like not really sure but it's yeah it's something that I rang sort of riled against or fought against at the big studios I wanted to talk about what we're doing I don't understand why people I mean no I'll, I'll correct that I get why legally <laughs> companies shouldn't talk about what they're doing yeah you know especially when they're yeah. doing work for other companies and blah 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 blah, blah. Yeah. but when I'm under my own steam and like especially when we started proper games it's like we can do what we want Yes, you know, like yeah. that's the whole point. Yeah, but a lot of the guys there, are like amazing, talented people, but a bit bit old school. Some yeah. of them, and and that's that's fine. Um, but it's like that's the way things are done, so we're not going to change that. And mm. I understand that. You, again, you pick your battles, you know. Um, but yeah, ever since Spellmilk started, I was like, right, 
<laughs> here we go, can it. actually just talk about what this thing is that we all do. Yeah. Know? And I think a lot of people have the same idea at the same time. And um, yeah, it's been been really good, really interesting. I've got a golden tea bag. Golden tea bag. Golden tea bag from uh, from. So Dan Marshall runs like a sort of a thing at Develop Games by the Sea, and he kind of tries to do like the indie awards at the same time that they're doing the Develop Awards or something. <laughs> yeah. And uh, they're golden tea bags. Um, and uh, yeah, I got one for most uh, most video diaries. <laughs> I'm I'm surprised there was a category, you know. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, That's so, so that was yeah. So at least I've got that. I've done the most dev diaries videos. 2014, oh, I believe it was. So yeah, that yeah, that's very yeah. yeah. It'd be yeah. hard to top because it was almost weekly. So. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Did and um, in terms of like doing a video blog over like a written mm. one. What was your main kind of what, what? What were you thinking about in in terms of doing it in that format as opposed to an update? So you've got you're gonna be right. exposed to my theory. Okay. Now okay. you've asked for this unwittingly. <laughs> so I think that like there's like a, I don't know I haven't got a term for it but it's like a, a ladder almost or a pyramid or whatever of media, yeah. right? And they're all related to. The reason we consume media, I believe, is to um, try and experience something or relate to something. Right? Mm-hmm. We're trying, essentially trying to learn about something. And yeah. the best way of doing that is to literally go and do something, right? Yeah. So let's say it's uh, bungee jumping or something like that. The best way to learn and experience bungee jumping is to bungee jump. Yeah. There are, yeah, there's this like strata of ways you can learn about it without doing that. One of them at the at the bottom, not qualitatively, but experientially, is reading about it. Yeah. So the words. Yeah. And you can then imagine it, hopefully, if you've got imagination. Yeah. Um, one up from that, maybe, might be um, audio. Yeah. Uh, and then one up from that is, is video. Yeah. And then one up from that is live video. Right. And then it's doing it. Right. Okay. Now, video games... You get to one of the, the strength, the whole thing is that you play them and you experience them. And so the step closest to that is, is video. Right. Um, in terms of getting people who, who want to hear about your game, the, 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 the most popular way I would think hmm. of learning about it is through video. And then, you know, actually, yeah, video, audio, and pictures, and then words, and, and sort of in that order. Yeah. And they all have massive value and they all have things that they're better at communicating but video is the best way of communicating the playing of the game okay i i think um and that's my theory so i was like if i'm going to spend a dedicated specific amount of time every week like this is work yeah doing something any of these things what should it be and i thought video is the is the one so that's the, it's, a, it's for the same reason that we did early access. We want more people playing it or as close to playing it as possible because then they will, yeah, hopefully want to actually go and play it. You know, like, yeah. And I think that there's like, there's probably an argument. I don't know. It might just be rubbish, like fake psychology. But the idea that there's like a smaller psychological step of, of of like effort between seeing a video of something and understanding why you might want to take the step to the next one. Yes. So if I was to read something, then the next step to, to then go and play it is like, well, there's quite a lot of mental effort in thinking, well, do I want to, yeah. how does it play? What's the frame rate? like? There's just a million and one things. But if you've seen a video, like, yeah. I reckon I'll enjoy that. Yeah. Done. Yeah. You know, um, <laughs> yeah. I, it, it's kind of odd. I don't know. It's a, it's a I can see that. But I, I, that's, that's my reason. I love writing, though. So I'm a bit ashamed that I haven't written as much as I used to and yeah. you know, I, I, li- I like just sort of blethering about stuff I used to like when I was working doing some contract work I would um, occasionally just get like a thought on the tube and once a week I would just like spend a tube journey like writing notes and then at the end I'd e- email it to myself hmm. and then when I get got in I would just like expand upon it right. uh, for yeah. a couple of hours and just do a post it was just about anything and people seem to like that Yeah, um, but but as a, that's a nice thing to do when you've got the time, but it's not necessarily something that's going to have a have an effect on people going and buying you damn game. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, 
suppose there's writing as well. There's a, there's an amount of editing and going back over mm. and and which mm. could be time spent. Yeah, working on the game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Essentially, um, I mean, if, yeah, if cool. people would want me to write about it, that's cool, and I would totally do that. But I just thought, yeah, like for time and impact gained, hopefully. Uh, measurable, hopefully, um, impact. Um, we'll see. Um, yeah, it was worth doing, and 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 it sort of. I like getting the guys involved and 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 you know trying to get them on some of the streams and stuff. And we've done a couple of streams and we should do more, you know. So again, that live is better than yeah than not live. What's the dead dead <laughs> live dead is video? better than dead. I don't know. Uh, it's yeah. like a really bad is Bond film. <laughs> <laughs> Rejected Bond names. Live is really. better than dead. <laughs> Um, do you think there's a sense of um, you get a bit more sense of accountability if you go hi here I am this is me the person making it I think so this is what we've done this week yeah we have been working yeah it's almost like (laughs) honest 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 gov you know (laughs) please don't tell us off Um, yeah yeah I think I think there is Um, and it's been quite like interesting I didn't I didn't anticipate or I just didn't think far enough ahead Hmm. I'm a human um um, we tend to not do that a lot. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like there's always like the beginning's exciting because it's like oh concept art for this blah blah blah, yeah. and then it's exciting to see them in the game, and then mm. all of the content's going in at a rate, and it's like this is cool, this is new, this is new, this is new, mm. and that's what fueled it for that first like, yeah. like eight months or whatever. And then it was like ah, oh, damn. Uh, can you tell the difference between this week and last week? Look, look. If I if I obsess over this one thing and do it a million times, you might see that it's better. And it's like, oh, that doesn't quite work as well. So that's that's when you need the next step to to play in. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's been a funny one. Um, I think the accountability. You're right, though. Like, it's it makes you human. You know, it makes you a person or a com- the company like made up of people and yeah. characters and people. Just, I think that softens a little bit of the potential ire that you would get. Yeah. Uh, if you were faceless. Um, and it is a very simple thing to do. I appreciate yeah. that a lot of people don't like doing it, though. That's that's one of the other things. I I naturally seem to be quite comfortable doing this, and I know a lot yeah. of people really aren't. And I really have to remind myself of that. Yeah. Um, uh, going back to Tango for a second. Mm. So it started as the game jam. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, when at what point did you decide like, let's make this into a fully fledged game? Like, was that? Were you, were you going in with that idea, or did you sort of make the bones of it and think, oh, So, well, yeah, mm, yes and no. We, we went into it knowing that Eurogamer have got this this jam, there's a process to applying to it, which is very unusual, and we, we got um, Ewan to do little um, mock-ups of our of our team, and we had a team name, okay. um, little, little cat <laughs> cartoony faces. Um, we were the Legion of the Jammed. Oh, nice. Um, which was pretty good. Nice. And... Um, <laughs> And yeah, and they were like, dudes, you went totally over and above. Yeah, you're 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 in. Like, um, this was cool. Um, and then during the jam, it just turned out to be all of our tastes. The eighties, we we would jam a bit with our eighties playlists beforehand, and then when they announced that the eighties were the thing, we're like, uh, perfect. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, so I mean, we we came out with what we did. We like to think we, we came second because we didn't win, um, but uh, clearly it was a great game. Um, and <laughs> Yeah, we were just like, oh, do you know what? We had a lot of fun and working together is good. And I basically thought, do you know what? There is something here. Like the reception of it, you know, before, during and after was like, that's unusual. Right. You know, in my experience, um, let's let's have a little think about what we want to add. Yeah. And see where it goes. And so, yeah, like it just it just sort of snowballed a little bit. Right, and we were just working on it in our sort of spare time and things like that, um, and and then it came to a point where I was like, guys, I reckon this is pitchable. Like, here's what I think we could turn this into. Do you yeah. want to make it if we get the money? <clears throat> yeah. And I said yes. So then I went and tried to get the money, um, hmm. and uh, that's a massively simplified version of what happened. <laughs> but that, those are the broad strokes. Like yeah. that, those were the sort of like the thoughts behind it. Um, yeah, it was it was good fun. Like one time we were. When loading was in loading bar was in central, uh, that was it was way back then that we were doing it, and right. um, I remember one time we were um, so uh, Andrew Roper, 
who's the coder, he, he it was his birthday and we went and we jammed some more on it on his birthday at loading. Right. And then in that evening we had like we'd invited people just like, you know, come and play the latest version. <laughs> and we did some live stream jamming and stuff as well from various places. Um um yeah, I, I remember that because I went and got a taxi across to um oh, what's it called? An amazing burger place in Central. I've completely blanked. Patty and Bun. And brought him back for like takeaway, and he'd never had a burger so good in his life. Um, but yeah, it was like, yeah, we were just, we were kind of just being scrappy and indie about it, I suppose you'd say. And yeah. like, just if we had the time, we'd do it and we'd just pick and choose what we could and couldn't add. And I think we basically just like added some power ups, a couple of new backgrounds, and a, and a silly sort of bonus mode where you turn into a helicopter and it's like Airwolf or something. And then um, just like, yeah, it was just like, this is too much fun and like, there's too much here. Like, this is obviously a fun game. Hmm. Like, something's going to happen here and, and it just felt right so it was yeah. like right come on then let's uh, let's try and let's try and do this properly and then it all actually happened and I was like oh my god what <laughs> what we've got to deliver now um, and it's yeah it's pretty close to what we what we originally sort of saw I think you know do you prefer that um, process of getting something out for people to play and, and look at and, and mess with in that shorter sort of time frame as opposed to when you work in a, a, a larger studio where it's just well in, in some cases no one ever no one ever sees it yeah. but like in terms of like well you're not going to see any of it until it's ready and out do you prefer having that sort of I'm just we scrapped a little thing together it's a bit of fun have a look I do and I don't right and it, so right remind me to cover the don't because I'll forget <laughs> I'll just go off on a rant about the do so one of the main reasons that I wanted to start my own company was to get things done quicker you know and like and I did that a bit and then this one's taken longer than I thought it would hey who could have predicted um, <laughs> um but yeah like I absolutely I like getting something playable as quick as possible and that's from a point of view of and then getting people to play it and see if it's fun or not but then it's also because like frankly if you're like paper design is important Right, absolutely, and you can do a lot on on that. But I just genuinely think that with the tools that are available these days, Unity, etc., Game Maker, Unreal, um, God, like why why bother? Like it's so easy to make the thing playable, yeah. and and games are such a crazy complex mix of just all kinds of variables and interesting things that they can o you can only really do 100% good work when you are playing the game like you can only make those judgement calls really when you're playing it so yeah. even when you paper prototype you're essentially trying to make a paper version of the game mm. I'm not you know documents is a whole different thing um, but yeah so like I'm just absolutely from like a, a developmental procedural kind of a point of view and from a like it's just exciting to talk about stuff and get people excited and isn't that fun and I it, yeah I guess it does come back to and then you get to see people smile playing the game and that's yeah. like the whole damn point and I've really enjoyed early access that's why we did that again it's just like yeah early 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 as early as you can mm. on everything um, some people don't like doing it because they're worried that ideas might get stolen I'm of the opinion that there are basically no new ideas anyway so like really what's the worry yeah um, it, most stuff is a refinement even if it's like a really massive refinement <laughs> or something um, I've yet to see a new genre you know there's, yeah. there's always been a game like this before like yeah. in the last 10 years at least you know yeah. even like people point to minecraft it's like yeah that was not the first game of that mm. kind by yeah. a long distance yeah, yeah you know and so i just i'm not that scared of that sort of thing yeah um on a don't side i remembered myself <laughs> i i've been playing a lot of old games recently and part of it's a backlog you know, just like the pile of shame. But part yeah. of it's like, damn, my pile of shame extends to the fact that Secret of Mana is one of my favourite games ever and I'd never completed it until <laughs> two years ago. Right. Like, I'd played it always to the same point, but and I love, I love, love, love that game. Mm. Um, but I'd never finished it. I was like, do you know what? I can finish it. I can do that. I'm, I'm an adult. I'll do what I like. <laughs> I, might, I might get some ice cream too. You know. Um, <laughs> and, um, part, and, and so I was like, I was this ties into a load of different things so there's that and there's the fact that um, I was moving out of my parents like all my, my crap out of like storage at my mum and dad's and a lot of Edge magazines and I'd sit there and I'd sort of flip through and be like damn you know I remember that game I remember wanting to play it and never playing it and yeah. all this kind of thing and then I had a couple of old issues of Superplay 
which is just like my favourite magazine ever. Super know Play. Super Play. Oh, so, random aside, there's uh, Cosmic Cat, all Ks, uh, two Ks, yeah. um, on Twitter. He he used to work at Rare, but before that he used to do the covers for Superplay. And I swear, if you ever played SNES games, you will know, you'll be like, oh, I know that style. And it's because of Superplay. But it was the, huh. the, it was the independent SNES mag that... Like worshipped the Japanese industry and import games, and it like would review Chrono Trigger, the import version, all this kind right, of stuff. Right. Yeah. Oh, it's so exciting. Anyway, and 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 this is the thing. So, I kind of miss the days when you would know nothing about a game mm. until it was on a shelf. Yes. Or your mate told you about it. Yeah. And I think that the general trend has gone so far in the other way. Even with the big tempo releases, you know, the guys that, you know, you can't play it until it's out, but Mm. you still know everything about it if you want. Yeah. And even just the fact that it's out there at all is kind of a shame sometimes. So, I mean, I I think there's probably room for someone just going, boo, new game. Yeah. Isn't this exciting? Yeah. Um, You'd have to be of a certain size and like, uh, what's the word? Like, you'd have to have a certain amount of reach within the press to make that work. Because one of the other things is back then there was like 10 magazines and that was it. You know, you could know everyone really well. Yeah. To get to get the message out there, but yeah, like I miss that that sense of wonder and surprise, and um, I, yeah, like the adventure that you would go on every time you booted a game. Basically, you just didn't even like even if you'd read a review, you didn't really know what it was going to be like yeah. to, to play it. Yeah, and it goes counter to everything I've been saying about like the videos and blah blah blah. <laughs> but yeah, there's a certain like I know what you mean. Ah, oh, like I Secret Mana again. I remember buying that. It was so important, mm. and and. I didn't know what it was. I'd heard of it. I thought. Yeah. I was sort of aware of it in a way. But I went to Special Reserve, which was an old mail order company. You'd pay a subscription and you'd get like massive deep discounts and stuff. And their staff weren't supposed to recommend stuff. But I went in. I'd saved up enough money for a game. And I went with my dad. And I was like, I don't know what I want to get, but I want to get a SNES game. Like, how ridiculous is that? And then, yeah, it was on the shelf. And I was like, oh, that looks kind of cool. You know, I was yeah. like, just the box, that was all I was going off of. And I asked the staff, and he's like, well, I can't really say, but I don't think you'd... He couldn't say, do buy that, but he could say, you wouldn't regret if you did. <laughs> you know, like, so I was like, okay. And yeah, just like, wow. And I booted up, and I, I just, I didn't even know what the hmm. the logo was going to be like. You know, I did, uh, Yeah. And like, yeah. it's, that is so rose-tinted, right? And it's unrealistic to try and recreate that today. But there is a... There is a bit of me that's like, come on, that mystery. There must be a way to do it. There must be a way to do it. And and yeah. And like, I guess so. Part of part of one of the things that I always think about when I'm like making a game and, and releasing it and worrying about it is that the player never knows everything you went through. They could never know everything you went through. All yeah. the things you didn't put in, all the things that you wanted to be different. It doesn't matter to them. They play the game and they enjoy it for exactly what it is at the moment that they play it. Yeah. And so like there's got to be a way of like doubling down on that almost of Mm. of like I don't know like you can't stop people doing videos of your game when it's out right and spoiling it if people want spoiling it in inverted commas yeah if people want to go and watch them but like wouldn't it be nice to just like yeah have a game out and and surprise people and for some people somewhere they are that person right they haven't done all the research and they have just randomly bought your game yeah like a mate said oh you'll probably like this and that's all they know yeah and they haven't read all the store description and everything and they've pressed buy and they've downloaded and played it and they've Mm. gone Mm. and and yeah. Oh my god, if you could like reliably <laughs> recreate that. Yeah. You know? I mean it's nice that it's almost certainly happening with every game, there's probably someone for who that experience is really special. Yeah. You know. because um, there's no account for taste, right? Ultimately. Yeah. And that's that's a wonderful thing. Like yeah. I don't care when people don't like my games. Like I, I genuinely don't. I really care when people do because yeah. For everyone, there is that moment, and I, I'm, I still so vividly remember the first time I, I saw Pac-Man, and never, I never played it like for years and years and years, but I, it was a, like it's so vivid. I saw it. It was a, it was a coffee table version mm. of Pac-Man, and I'd never. It was the first time I ever experienced a video game in any way. Mm. It was the noise of it. It was in a, it was in a 
games room in a hotel in Switzerland. Right. Right, and there's two ping pong tables, and it was empty, and I was tiny, and it was an enormous room, and it was just like yeah. this weird noise coming from the corner. I was like, what the hell is that? And I was like, I don't even know what this is. <laughs> like, I can't even grasp the things that it's made up of, like the component parts. I don't understand. And that was like, it's, yeah. that's magic. And I guess like that's that's it. Games are like they are magic, and and part of me is always like, I'm reassured. I am absolutely positive that that is still happening for people. Yeah. But I would be happier if I saw it more. Yeah. Um, and if I could know like how many people were yeah. like, doing that. But yeah, do you know what? Tango is going to be someone's favourite game. Like yeah. genuinely. You know, I don't think it's going to be terrible. I think it will. People will range from it's all right to yeah, I really fucking love it. Yeah. But for someone somewhere, it's going to be their favourite game. Yeah. Which is crazy. <laughs> Like that might have that same experience. Yeah. yeah. Like and yeah. that's like this this is the best thing. Thank you very much, Andrew. Pleasure, thank you.